my goodness, there is nothing quite like no football on the screen. The one of one is missing. Uh Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to go to the football team? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Yeah, definitely sold over 30 cards in August. Get off this young man's back. There's nothing, There's nowhere to go but up. And that patch is vicious. Patch cards. That is my favorite thing. And there is no telling where that one of one is. Let's go. The National is here, and we are cracking this PSA 10 Contenders 2020 box. We're going to crack it. Get the get the no. up, baby, and open this up. I just got this um, as a gift from PHL Nation. Why not, Andy? I mean, it, it's the first time you and I are hanging out. We might as well crack it. A Joe, I guarantee it, a Joe Burrow one of one is in here, right here. I believe. Oh my gosh, you believe <laughs> it? Wow. So so to to service our audio listeners, Carter's got a PSA ten slab of a pack of 2020 contenders with the hope and the allure of, of a Joe Burrow or potentially Justin Jefferson rookie ticket auto. Yeah. So type Y for yes. Type in for no in the chat. Should I crack this? I don't think I'm going to, I just got it. But if I get in the mood, uh, I am going to bring some, I should bring, I, I have a few 2020 prism blasters. Let's rip some. Why not? Hey, it's I'm bringing old. the 2022 Optic Hobby Box to rip while we're out there. Are you, are you going to rip it there? Okay, let's go. Huh? huh? Yeah. Ah. So uh, a lot of you are saying, yeah, go on ahead. Go for it. I like that, Will. So <laughs> obviously, um, we are getting ready. Andy and I, we are meeting for the first time in the flesh. We have never met each other before. Obviously, Caladesium, my best friend Jake, will be there. And uh, hit us up. We got a few things lined up on uh, Thursday night. Uh, we'll be hanging out with Paul Kiki for a little bit. And we might be going to trade nights. We might be doing all of that. The best way to keep up with us is hit us up on social media. A few of you already have. Uh, he is, uh, I am at Card of the Power. And Andy, what, what's your social media? Uh, football Card Quest everywhere. Yeah, football. I think, he, I think on Twitter it may be FB Card Quest. But yes, football card exactly. quest everywhere. So hit us up. Obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about the national today. And I understand some of you aren't going, and that's perfectly fine. We're not just going to be talking national. We're going to be talking pretty much everything football cards under the sun. So, uh, Andy, I, I want to go to you. What are you most looking forward to over the next week? Oh, man, the, the flurry of information from the beat, beat writers right now out of the NFL right. is absolutely insane. I mean, all the star players reporting for camp, the slow motion Aaron Rodgers flick to Garrett Wilson, the, the plays <laughs> Rashi Rice is making at training camp, Kadarius Tony's already out for the rest of the, I mean, it's just like kind of drinking from a fire hose. So at this point, I really, really have got to get – I know the Nationals here, and I'm excited. I want to take it all in. You know, I'm excited about everything there, uh, specifically, you know, networking and, and targeting those value bins and stuff. But I want to get my cards listed, Carter. I want to get to the market. I need to get my cards listed now because it's a lot easier to sell on the way up in a hype cycle than it is after that hype cycle has eclipsed, after that week one – you know, and teams start losing and the market recalibrates, it's a lot more difficult to sell and I could potentially lose out a lot of profit. So like, I want to, I want to also be like, I want to get my cards listed before a lot of other hobbyists and other people do probably mid August. So as Jason points out, I appreciate Jason always promoting us on Facebook. Um, If you're not going to the national, guess what? Everybody's going to be distracted. Everybody's going to be at the national and yeah, you could get some good snipes, right? I didn't think about that. I I've been listing a lot of 99 cent auctions lately, Andy, and they have paid off huge dividends, just listing them on Sunday nights and letting it ride. I understand that might not be the absolute maximum you can get uh, unless you do a buy it now, but if you really do list something rare 
uh, on a 99 cent auction, people will flock to it. But yeah, this if you're not going to the national, this could be a good opportunity for you uh, to take advantage of people being there. And also something else, Andy, that I think is very important. When I've gone to shows, it is drastically different than when you set up a table and when you actually walk around and try to sell your cards that way. The bottom line is this. If you truly don't have a liquid card or a card that somebody covets or a card that you're willing to mark down quite a bit, it is hard as someone that's just walking around at a show to sell cards. It just is. Now, once again, that might just be my experience. Some other people might have way better experiences, but I'm just letting everyone know that's going at the national. The dealers are in this for a lot of money, Andy. It costs a lot of money to go to Chicago. It costs a lot of money uh, uh, for gas, hotels, planes, all of that. Those cards are going to be marked up, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to be marked up. Also, you got to think they're, they're trying to maximize their return on the investment and going to the show. So when it comes to their buying exposure, you're walking around the show trying to sell to them that are also there trying to sell. It, it You can clearly see how it's like, well, I can, I can really only afford to give you 60 to 70% of comp, just hypothetically speaking. I'm not saying that's what will actually happen because obviously you got to take every card on a case by case basis, not only the player, but the card you have. Um, and, and so, but I can see the reasoning behind why they would have to not be, not be able to give you what you could easily get on eBay, you know, right now heading into season. I'll tell you, Carter, I dug into a lot, man. I went through 2019, 2020, 2021, and 2022 rookie ticket auto auctions on Monday night, last night. Okay. And earlier yesterday, I went through a lot more auctions different players and stuff and i'm telling you the number of auctions yesterday were much lower the variety of cards i was able to find that I was really interested in were a lot lower than in previous weeks so i'm wondering if that has to do with the national maybe a lot of these dealers that are going there obviously not able to list as many cards getting ready uh, and then also being out of out of office these few days here at the end of this week, plus the cards they're bringing with them. Obviously, you don't want to double sell a card on eBay and at a show. That would be uh, uh, you put yourself uh. in a really bad spot. Like that's one thing I've got to check before we go is to make sure the cards I'm bringing. I don't also have listed on eBay. Yeah, I've double listed before. Now, I've not ever double sold, but uh, it is uh, troublesome if you are in that spot. Right. Um you know, for me, Andy, obviously, when I go to a show of this stature, I want to share a tip from my buddy Chris Reinders, who's in our little private group chat. He's been to pretty much every national. It is easy to get disoriented. It is very, very easy if you're going to a bigger show, right? And this is something about you know, like live shows for, for me, Andy. Sometimes the absolute biggest shows aren't the best because you're just constantly thinking, well, what else could be out there? You're not going to be able to go to every table, right? The, the most important currency at uh, any card show you go to is time, right? You, you, it's hard. It's very hard to get everywhere that you want to get to um, at, at a card show. That's why sometimes I like a 40, 50 tabler. Um, but at this one, this is obviously going to be the mecca okay we say hi to perry we say hi to mr t eli uh good to see you um joshua one of my phlers good to see you as well and a lot of other diehard quest casters good to see it now andy you don't go to many shows so what are you going to be mostly trying to do as a buyer are you just going to be dollar binning are you going to try and 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 go for uh, a few higher end items it it depends you know i'm definitely not going to rule anything out um i'll tell you one thing that's important is definitely going to be bringing some of these benjamins right Ooh. here oh whoa, whoa, this, whoa. this is going to be a uh, a very very good thing to have at the show uh, to potentially make some deals whether it's volume i tell you you know a part of my sweet spot you know, for the past couple of years has been uh, in that th those more rare cards for skill position players. So I think I've got my flag plant list out there. You know, I published some top five videos for each position besides tight end, which is pretty much a, a landmine outside of like Travis Kelsey. So, yeah. um, 
you know, but the other positions, I've got my full list up on Patreon, Carter. And so those are the guys that I've got in my head that I want to uh, target at these value bins to see if I can find some really uh, rare cards for them and then maybe make a volume deal uh, kind of situation to where maybe I am putting in a little bit bigger card that I see in their case or something I really like. So uh, it'll be interesting. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm actually going to, because I've had success with these 99 cent Sunday night auctions, I don't know why I've, I've, my, my views have gone up on some of my eBay listings on not even some of the most liquid uh, cards, like some very deep cut Derek Stingley stuff, something that you would expect an LSU collector to have. Um, you know, I have more people seeing those types of cards. It might just be football seasons around the corner. Obviously, the Houston Texans have an absolutely big market and they have a lot of hype. Uh, I've seen this, Andy. Uh, I, I was going to say this for hobby tip of the week, but I'll go ahead and share it now. When a team gets a new quarterback, a rising, what is it? What's the phrase? A rising tide lifts all boats. Is it that it? Um, now that have new coach, you know, D'Amico Ryan's, uh, you know, a famous Houston Texan, uh, one of the few of them. Um, maybe Texans cards for some of these role players are just going up. I've not really done like a deep dive on that. But anytime a team gets a new quarterback, everything goes up, right? Like if you were a Garrett Wilson fan now, Andy, everybody's a Garrett Wilson because a a Aaron is there now. So uh, it's 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 absolutely crazy. So as far as the latest NFL news, Andy, is there anything that has stood out to you as far as prices are concerned? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you who's getting a lot of hype from this rookie class, and it's not C.J. Stroud. I mean, of course, his hype is there. You can see these cards, and we can talk about these cards wow. here in a second, uh, Carter, because this is something new since you and I have been on stream last week. There's been a significant discovery about these cards and their importance in the football card hobby and um, why they're so hot. But this card right here is this is consistent for C.J. Stroud. The Anthony Richardson has shot up to almost $150 right now on this card the Bryce Young is about 160 to 175 some cases 200 this is actually a hollow card so you'll okay. actually find other listings like this one look at the this is 199 best offer accepted now I haven't gone to 130 point uh, to see what this actually accepted at but uh, CJ Stroud is definitely going undervalued compared to Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young at this point now whether he's going undervalued uh, compared to the, the rest of the market and the uh, the hobby as a whole, I think is yet to be seen because, you know, it's the Texans, right? The Ravens, they're playing the Ravens week one. I mean, this is a, this is tough, but um, yeah, Carter, these, uh, these cards are absolutely electric right now. There's a big difference between the phone photography and the scans that these dealers are doing. If it's a silver card, Andy, like this one. So for those that don't know, hollow basically means a refractor. Um, it, it has that rainbow finish, right? So the terms, Andy, correct me if I'm wrong here, hollow, silver, and refractor all basically mean the same thing, correctly? Correct? Yeah, yeah correct. It, exactly. So just to make sure we're all on the same page. Um now, obviously, prism, silvers, hollow, whatever the case may be, if I'm selling a hollow card, I won't, I won't sell it as a scan. I'll sell it as a photo. Photo, do you move that phone around and get some good rainbow refractor, kind of like uh, you get that little rainbow look. It just looks a lot better. Yeah, it looks a lot better. And I'm just blown away at the rate in which the prices are moving up. <clears throat> On these cards, excuse me. Uh, so I talked to a reputable uh, card dealer on eBay, Carter, and th this is a set of cards from the Rookie Premier event, the NFLPA hosted Rookie Premier event out in LA that was you know co-sponsored with Panini. All of the card dealers and uh, prominent people in the in the hobby that got invited to that event got a set of these cards, and they just got them back like uh, a week and a half ago. And, and they're trickling out on eBay, but there's not a lot of listings. And this is also 
going to be an, a great long-term play because it's got the rated rookie logo. It's got the pro uniform and all of these car dealers have vetted this product by being out at that event. And so, you know, you can see already by the prices and how they're going up that these cards are only going to keep going up in value heading into week one of the season because the supply is very limited. Uh, and then they're also going to do great long-term because they have an optic hollow finish to them. And they're technically the player's first pro uniform rookie card. Yeah, that is very interesting. And just for clarification, Andy, they didn't do these, this variation of these hollow premieres. This is the first rookie class that they've done it with. Yeah, this is the first year that they've done this with. You know, they started doing more Panini Instance. So last year you had Panini Instance that you could, um, they would print on demand for a certain time period through their website. Uh, they did that again this year. Those cards are out there. They're, they're paper cardstock card that have a serial number typed on the back. These are just straight up rare. These are just going to be straight up uh, short print cards with a print run of approximately... This card dealer estimated it for me to be around 500 is what he thinks the print okay. run is on these. Yeah, I, I, actually, I thought that was a little high. I would have guessed it would have been a little bit lower, but I guess. I, well, the first thing, Andy, is we need to get invited to this event next year. I mean, yeah, we just right. do football. Uh, get get us there. We, we need to be shoulder to shoulder with Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May. But let me ask you this. Which one of these cards, Andy, would you prefer to have? Would you prefer a Richardson? Would you prefer a Stroud? Would you prefer a Young? Come on, baby. Come on. You know that I'm a, uh, as you call it, fake Florida Gators fan. Okay. Uh, just just de facto Florida Gators fan because I had family in the area and grew up rooting for the Gators and stuff. Okay. And my, my parents also made us pick between Gators and Seminoles, so it was a big deal with rivalry in our house between – the girls and the guys. So, um, yeah, yeah, dude, I had, I have got to get Anthony Richardson. And so what's crazy Carter is I tried to snipe one of these. I was willing to pay up to a hundred dollars on Saturday night and I just barely missed it in auction. You can see July 22nd. Here's the one I missed. I bid 8101. This auction was at $40 with just 20 seconds left. And I waited till the three second mark and put in a bid for 8101. And with one second, it went 8201. And, and I lost. So someone had their max bid over me. But you can see if you were able to snipe this for over the week, look, the price just keeps going up and up. And and the Anthony Richardson's hype is heating up, even though um, there was a, a little news blurb on Twitter today from Chris Ballard that they're going to fully test Anthony Richardson in preseason to see if he's ready for week one. But knowing the head coach and uh, Shane Steichen uh, or Steichen, that I mean, he should get a chance. He should start the season, uh, in my opinion. Blake, uh, send me a few photos of these Derek Stanley cards. Hit me up. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you, Andy. I love the look of this card. I really do. I would also say, as far as like an action item, uh, a slightly different but kind of sort of same uh, subject here. Uh, get those college uniform cards listed. Um, because I, I, you know, especially with this out here, the general public won't be as excited about booming you first and, and all that stuff. Would you agree with that? I do agree to an extent. The only thing that supersedes these, right, is going to be that rookie autograph. So if right. you have something that has that rookie autograph and and maybe uh, you, it's there's known scarcity around it, whether it's through a serial number or uh, some type of short print insert then it, that's obviously going to that's gonna do okay. It's going to hold some weight heading into the season because overall, like if you look at the entire population of this player's cards, you know, you probably have like 50% leaf now and like 30% draft picks. And now you've got uh, maybe 5% uh, instant and 5% and or less of these from, from the pre rookie premier event. And then maybe another 10% like Onyx or Sage or some really low end, you know, obscure set and that's kind of their entire inventory right now on ebay and, and that's really not going to change a whole lot they're scheduled to release two more draft pick sets between now and the season starts mosaic draft picks and select draft picks but donruss elite oh and, and score score is another one that's going to have college uniform that's going to be in retail stores too um but the donruss elite that has the pen pals and the turn of the century and they've got more pro uniform plus they've got 
all of their college uniform cards in that set also had the pro NFL logo. That's not till the beginning of September. You're probably not going to see base Donruss till December. And, you know, with their current schedule now, you're not going to see uh, Prism, Optic, Select, Contenders, all those sets. Like, they're just now releasing National Treasures. They're getting ready to release National Treasures for last year's draft class. Just now. National just Treasures. now. And that's what everybody wants. Uh, that's what people pay f- uh, the, the big dollars for, for, for the hobby boxes. Um, honest question for you, Andy, because I know you're not the biggest spender. Um, how big of a national treasures flawless guy are you? Uh, like in terms of my collection? Collection, or is that something you would like to get more into as, as your collection evolves? Oh, 100%, man, because you look at the upside on a National Treasures Flawless or Immaculate. I love all three of those. I've actually picked up a, like I picked up an Immaculate Kenneth Gamewell, picked up a National Treasures J.K. Dobbins Carter um, that I'm that I'm really excited about. Okay. And yeah, out of 25 on-card auto for 60 bucks. Yeah, here you go. I would love to add more of these cards into my collection yeah, I thought this nice. one fit the uh, the Ravens really well. My buddy had the Burrow version of of that one. I lo- I love the look of of that one in particular. Um, so there you go. But Carter, these cards have the upside to potentially buy them. Like on our favorite skill position players, they get as low as like that forty or sometimes even thirty. Like the kind of game I got was literally like twenty. Um, but you have to find those in auction mostly. Nobody in their right mind is going to sell an immaculate of anybody really for less than 30 or to 50 bucks, you know. So you can find these in auction of people just moving product of our skill position players. And I wonder what uh, uh, amount of these cards you could potentially find in maybe value bins and stuff that shows. But it'll be interesting to see. You get them in that 30 to $50 range. They break out. Collectors and investors of quarterbacks and other uh, mainstream hobbyists know that these are hundred plus dollar cards, and now all of a sudden you're flipping that thirty to fifty dollar card for a hundred and fifty, and your legwork involved in that one card was just the one card, you know, listing, cataloging, going through the whole sales cycle instead of having to do that with ten to twenty cards if you were going like silver prism, optic hollows, you know, that kind of stuff to add up to the same. Uh, to the same revenue you just generated from that one card. Yeah, I I guess for me, like, I understand everybody wants to have a National Treasures something. Like, you know, I moved up into some LSU Tyron Matthew flawless kind of stuff. The cards are nicer. They're thicker, uh, you know, especially with, you know, Tyron, the Honey Badger, the Gold, it all pops, right? But I don't, I don't necessarily – because I do feel there's a lot of people that just feels like they got to have it for that player. Uh, just because everyone says that, that, that that's your favorite doesn't mean you absolutely need to have it. But they are very, very, very nice. Um, my next thing for you, Andy, I know. Um, and once again, I want everyone to know this. Next week, we won't be talking about the national anymore. But uh, this is big, right? You and I meeting for the first time. Uh, I'm. I'm nervous, right? Just because of how big it is. I am of the mindset I'm not going to be able to see everything and look at everything that that I want to see. Um, so I, I guess for me, Andy, my next question would be, as far as some of your higher-end items, are you bringing them with you to Chicago? Looking to move them or maybe trade into something bigger? I'm not, I'll tell you this right now, Carter, I'm not going to bring anything that I know right now I don't want to potentially trade because I know it's a different scenario when you've got a guy with his hand out offering you something that's pretty nice in exchange for what you got. And that just the whole, like making the trade, I think is a big part of the experience. And it's, it it seems like a really cool experience. I can't wait to do it, man. So like, I don't want to bring anything that I could potentially trade that I would then regret afterwards. Like, I'm going to leave the uh, the Rob Gronkowski downtown. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about bringing my Travis Kelsey refractor, but then I'm like, no, I'm not bringing it. Don't bring it, because if I trade that, then I'll regret it afterwards. 
and uh, I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't done it. So certain cards like that. Now, any card that I feel that's not near and dear to my personal collection, I will. I am going to plan it on bringing as many as my little weatherproof uh, NEMA case can can hold. Uh, uh, uh. Um, I I get. Let, let's see that case again. Look at you. Look at you. You got it. You got your own little sticker on there. I freaking love it. I actually. Uh, showed this to you before i'm bringing my camera bag and it actually holds the slabs actually fine it's padded and all that stuff so uh so yeah it should it should be a lot of fun um let's get to a few questions here i'm gonna wear all my bama gear come on Derek. don't 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 out me all the lsu stuff it's just uh it's all a ploy uh let's go to mr t any plans for a trade night in chicago uh go on I'll, I'll let you go andy this, this is a great question so we're actually doing a we're we're gonna try and we're gonna try and do a couple things on uh when we get there on thursday night so we definitely want to check out the infamous or famous trade night sponsored by card collector 2 and roadshow card I, did i say that right roadshow card shop yeah I love um that. yeah but at the same time we're doing an audience meetup co-sponsored co-collaborated is actually sports card strategy sponsor Grabo sports card is sponsoring this um audience meetup and paul hickey from sports card strategy wants me and carter to invite our entire audience as well that's going to be in town so if you guys are wanting to do something different than the trade night i don't know what time exactly we'll be there we'll probably make a post about it but their yeah. event is uh, running from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern at Crust Brewing at 5500 Park Place, Rosemont, Illinois. So, hey, just throwing that out there uh, to you guys. It is an open invitation to that event as well, which should be a, a, a smaller crowd, you know, um, a little bit more of a of a drinking and eating environment than, than trading cards. But, hey, I, I'm sure Carter's going to have his cards with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing my cards everywhere I go, I swear. Like, I am all locked in on getting as many deals as I possibly can done. Uh, look, I, I we're, we're going to go to that. We're going to try to do as much as we possibly can. We'll probably be there early, uh, though, for the for the Paul Hickey. It's good. I'm looking forward to meeting Paul. Obviously, he's been a friend of ours for quite some time. Uh, but on top of that, look, this is something that – to bring you know we, we see michael ham and here he goes and has been in the car business a lot of time so for us this is going to be a very social trip you and i being for the first time us meeting viewers that have watched this channel for for years um i mean with some power hour shoot people that i've never met before um we're going into this with a very happy mindset but that's not everybody some people hear Andy at these card shows. Let's just say the Nashville is your first thing. Some people look at this as business. It is strictly business, right? So don't go to dealers saying, you have this card marked up 3X, uh, expecting to give them a lecture on, uh, on, on card pricing. Andy, some of these people here are here for business. And I have kind of that mindset myself. I'm looking to make deals, baby. Because the good thing about going to the national is, as crazy as it sounds, not every dealer there is a massive eBay seller. Not a, uh, not every person there with the cards. There's going to be some cards you will never see again, and that might be your only opportunity to buy it, trade for it. Uh, it might be you might have something that that person uh, might covet. So yes, go in there, happy mindset. It should be a lot of fun, but also go in there with that business mindset, that little who. Wolf of Wall Street mindset, baby. Yeah, absolutely. I believe it, man. I believe it. Mm. Uh, Andy, I want you making deals, baby. I, 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 want, I want to see the cash flowing with the Card Quest Nation. Oh, it's 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 going to be flowing. We're going to be uh, reviewing pickups. We're also going to be first person point of view for most of the national, if not all of it. We'll see. Um, you know, I'm yeah, man. I'm pumped up. I'm definitely going in there with, with uh, the intent to meet everybody that I possibly can, and uh, and also make as many deals as I possibly can up to 
my uh, my cap of cash that I'm bringing. So we see Brad Nolan. Obviously, Brad's one of my really really good friends now. We've met uh, once before. Um, really looking forward to seeing Brad Nolan trade everything for Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, if I mean if I get a rookie ticket auto, Mitch, baby. Mitch can still can still sling it, man. All it takes is one game for the Mike White effect uh, to uh, to 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 set in place. Um, obviously, we're not going to be able to go as long. Andy has a business call at two thirty, uh, so we're going to answer as many questions as we possibly can. Really quick, hobby tip of the week for me, Andy. Obviously, we've been so national focus. Um, someone brought up, hey, everybody's going to be distracted in Chicago for the national. You might have some good snipe opportunities. That's a very good hobby tip of the week. The next is this right here. Everybody should have this on them at all times when you are shipping out cards. Andy, I love it when people do this to the top loader, right? Just put a little piece of tape and look, I even uh, do a little, there you go. You just rip that off and Jamari Roscoe auto right there. That's all you got to do like that. Did I do that correctly, Andy? You did it. You did it good, man. I That's think it looks great. Every top loader car, do that. But in particular, do it if you are doing the eBay standard envelope. Um, as you know, Andy, $20 or less, you put one of these in like a little envelope and send it. Every time I've gotten an eBay standard envelope, a third of the time when I buy a car like that, card slips out. It, it does. The card slips out. And this prevents that from happening. This prevents this card from going out. And especially in an eBay standard, standard envelope, the card shifts back and forth in that envelope, no matter how you package it in there. So make sure you put the only painter's tape. Don't do the scotch tape thing. Make sure you put the painter's tape on top of the um, – yeah, Josh – no duct tape, no electrical tape. Do blue painter's tape because it's a lot easier uh, to rip off and it doesn't leave marks on the top loader. Do that, especially for the eBay standard envelope. All right, Andy. Hobby tip of the week. That's solid, man. That is fundamentals right there. Fundamentals. Yes. Yeah, I think Josh is being sarcastic. He's got to be sarcastic. Or if it is it's a genuine question, uh, yeah. Actually, electrical tape might not be too bad, but painter's tape has got to be the best. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Uh, uh, wait, Ham, we're gonna get we're gonna get to meet Ham. We're gonna. Did you know Ham was going, Andy? Uh, I, dude, I've been like, um, and maybe I just haven't seen the notifications where he's responded. But I posted a couple times on his post. I asked him if he was uh, going to the national. I probably just missed him. But uh, no, man, I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm pumped up. Ham, I better get to meet Ham. I love it. All right, Andy, your hobby tip of the week. My hobby tip of the week, and, and we do not talk enough about cumc.com, but you know, with it's 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 a platform that has a vault. It's probably the oldest vault that uh, goes back to PWCC and Golden. You know, probably rivals how long they've been in business. They've been in business like the mid two thousands, and I know a lot of you guys out there are, are on Comc. They also have that software integration with eBay, so their listings also show up on eBay. Um, you can make some incredible quick flips without ever having to take physical possession. The one limitation has always been the quality of pictures on the card. They, they primarily have done scans. They've always done scans. But now, Carter, in your inventory on ComC, you can actually reprocess a silver prism as elite. And they'll actually take a high-definition photograph ah. to showcase the silver prism finish. I got to shout out uh sports card anonymous um, on Twitter for this. Yeah, He's yeah. been doing a lot of football card flipping and he actually uh, highlighted this in a recent post he made. And I did not realize this was a feature on cumc.com that you could reprocess a scan silver prism as elite. So, and then it'll see it's $2 uh, but in two days, you're, now my listing is going to go from this dull scan to the actual silver prism rainbow finish that oh. it's capable of on ComC. Yeah, baby. Yeah, man. So very important to potentially do on some more mid to higher tier cards on comc.com. 
So you as a seller have to pay the $2 to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Especially if you're, if, especially if you're putting a higher end card. Uh, oh, oh, is that your card? You just did that? Let that yeah, so this is my card. I got this silver okay. prism rookie ticket auto Evan Ingram for nine dollars. And you can see here's one that's been reprocessed as elite. Uh oh, look oh, at the name good. on that. Go Yo cards. cards. Let's go. <laughs> um, so this is one that's been reprocessed here, and you can see a massive difference between the silver prism and the scan, just like we were just talking about. It makes a big difference to the amount of money that you could get because. The impulse buyer that goes on to eBay to to buy that nice rookie card is going to be pulled directly towards that silver prism first and foremost over the scan in most cases. And we've seen it time and time again where those ones with photographs like that are, are going to go for could potentially go for as twice as much, man. I'm, a, I'm just a sucker for that rainbow finish, man, the silver hollow. I hate seeing a scanned version of the card because it doesn't show off its beauty. It doesn't show off the coolest thing about it, man, the pop, the refractor finish. Mm -hmm. um, here's a follow-up here. Uh, Scatter says, I don't use any tape. I ship in a team bag. Yeah, that's there, there you go. Ryan says, I, I painter's tape does annoy me, though. I use the little sticky tabs we use for school notes. I actually have those. I think I think I have these. Is this what, is this what you're talking about right here? Ryan, these things, that might be it. I don't know, but um, but uh, there you go. Um, that's that's good, man. I need I need to do more COMCing. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I had a big flip on there uh, just uh, a few weeks ago for a Brandon Ayuk immaculate eye black that I bought. I was actually going to get it here. I bought it for sixty, flipped it for a hundred. Um, okay. there's a ton of potential because not only does it have its own ecosystem, so its own supply, um, and demand type of market, but it's also got that integration with eBay and you're really not going to see the overhead too much. Cause it's like a what, $2 here to pre-process as elite. So higher end cards, you're not gonna really see that their little storage fee is just a couple cents per card. Um, it's very on a monthly basis, like very inexpensive where they charge you is when you go to cash out money. So you keep the you keep the money in their account, they're fine. But when you go to cash out, then that's when they charge you that ten percent overhead. So oh, um, okay. those, you know the only thing you have to really um, take into consideration at the end of the day. But they with their listings showing up on eBay and them having millions of items sold on eBay as well is the 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 uh, the game winner, man. That's why they're still in business. You know, twenty years later. Uh, and still doing very well. Guys making a lot of sales on here all the time. Let's go to V's World. I think V's is a newer viewer. What's the average shipping and handling for uh, eBay standard envelope? Um, trying to get over the percentage overhead. I have a small deficit that is stemming from this area on lower end cards. Yeah, you know, Andy, some of it uh, comes down to... Uh, one tip is if you feel like the card is going to stay under two ounces, you can go from the dollar eleven to eighty seven cents, but you are running a risk, right? That, that's going to be a higher in chance that they ship they they send it back to you, right? They ship it back to you. Um, so yeah, I think now it's it's one dollar and and eleven cents. Isn't that right, Andy? I can still ship it out for sixty five cents. But okay. that's on the one ounce. So there's three different one tiers ounce. of plain okay. white envelope, and it's by the ounce. One ounce is 65 cents, and then it goes up to uh, two ounces and three ounces. I think the three ounce one, probably what you're doing just to be safe, like regardless of the envelope and the amount of cards you put in it, if you don't exceed three ounces and you meet their dimension requirements, then it's like a dollar eleven. I think now. It went up a little bit. But but yeah, I, I weighed out doing two cards – in two semi-rigids or two card saver ones in a, a, a plain white envelope with paint, like with painter's tape on the semi-rigids uh, and then in the envelope and uh, packing sealed the label on the outside of the envelope. And it still was not at one ounce. Um, now when I went wow. to three, I think it was three cards. That's when I went a little bit over an ounce. You have to go up the next tier. 
So you can ship out in PWE, but I, I only do it for anything under $20, Carter. $19.99 or under, it's PWE. I feel that people that buy mid-tier cards, they're or like, you know, 40 to $50 cards or up, they probably would rather just pay an extra couple dollars to have a bubble mailer with tracking. And so it's not as, as big of a deal. Um, and then I'll say, well, let's, let's negotiate. Maybe I'll take a few dollars off this listing, which I normally accept offers at, at you know, five to $10 off listings. And that way they feel like they get free shipping and it's covered, you know. Mr. T with the super chat. Oh, Mr. T. Let's go. All right, Mr. T, uh, you pick any question, any topic. We'll go straight to it here. Um, I really appreciate you, Mr. T. And obviously, we're very pro Seahawks on this channel. Uh, Miss Standardall, uh, how do you give tracking info to buyer when using standard envelope shipping? Well, they give you a tracking number. It's like a EUS, right. blah, blah, blah. And if it doesn't automatically upload to them because you print the eBay, uh, right. you print the PWE label out through eBay, uh, then you got to manually input it when you print out the label. Like if you're using stamps.com or using pirateship.com, that's fine. But then you do have to manually go to eBay and input that tracking number that's printed out on the label. Uh, into eBay so they know about it. You go to your your sellers tab, it, there'll be a field for you to put that out, put that in there um, based on that under that order that sold. And I write on my envelopes, do not bend, especially if it's a card over ten dollars. Um, because I see a few people saying, well, it's sometimes a post office machine will scratch it up and all of that, and uh, th that's true. I've seen some really bad horror stories. Um. And while we're on the topic of shipping, if you are shipping someone a $100 card or more, uh, if you're going to bubble mailer it, just get a cardboard box and wrap the card in the, in the cardboard. Just do it. It 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 is a difference maker because it, 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 it will not bend unless you absolutely crunch it like, uh, like a Hershey's bar. Uh, so uh, there you go. Now, uh, play of the week here at the end. What I want everyone to do uh, here at this play of the week, I want everyone in the live chat right now, tell me a starting quarterback that you have bought. Now, I understand there's some of you that, you know, load up on the backup quarterbacks, but I'm talking about a starting quarterback. The guys whose cards, if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, more than likely your stuff is going to be relatively Hi. Obviously, it depends on who you are. But is there anybody out there that's making a move on Justin Herbert or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Uh, let let me know in the chat right now because my play of the week. Uh, I brought this up actually on my LSU live stream. I'm still looking at Lamar stuff, and while I'm at the national, I'm going to be looking to see uh, if anybody's looking to move Lamar. Right. This is a really good quarterback for me to target because he's not the guy that everyone's talking about. He was for months at a time until the contract was finally signed. And now, you know, no one's really talking about Lamar Jackson. I like this new offense. I, I have watched um, the Todd Monken offense up close to Georgia. I think Lamar is about to thrive in it. So I want to be looking to potentially uh, buy a Lamar something. So, uh, let let me know. Okay, so Lamar, there you go. I like that. I've got okay. a couple of Lamar. I got a couple of Lamar prisms and stuff. I'm definitely going to bring those to the show. He's incredibly liquid. Uh, Zay Flowers has looked apparently two years older than he is in terms of his experience on the field. Like he's, they've been beating the drum the past week about him being looking way better than any other wide receiver on that field. So I think it's exciting. You've had. Mark Andrews corroborate the fact that the Munkin offense is going to look different. It's going to be more explosive, dynamic. There's going to be more throwing. So that's also why I'm bullish on Dobbins. Like they want to preserve Lamar's legs a little bit more. He's not going to be scrambling as much. They want to make him more of a tactical scrambler with more passing. And I know that when Munkin was the OC for Cleveland in 2019, Nick Chubb had 1,500 yards. Also, I know that Georgia, the, over the seasons that Munkin was the uh, coach there, 
they had like an average of 198 rushing yards a game, man. So that's why I'm like, Dobbins is set up to smash. I know Gus Edwards is there to share, but Dobbins with his athleticism and efficiency now two years removed from the ACL, I'm like, I'm expecting like a, a Saquon level, Saquon Barkley level ceiling potentially for him this year. James. James is saying Russ is going to cook this year. First off, James, welcome to the channel. I, I, I never cut on one stream. James Gardner. Jay, I've got to catch at, up with the chat, man. They're on fire right now. He's a few uh, on top of Brad Nolan. Ignore Brad Nolan. He's a nobody. James Gardner. That I, I've never seen James in here. He says Russ is there going is. to cook. He says oh, I've he's seen going James. Yeah. Cook. Man. Uh, so I think that is that is very speculative. Uh, only because of the, the strength of their conference or their division with the Chiefs and uh, the the Chargers who now bring in Kellen Moore from Dallas. And it's like, man, I think the Chargers are really teed up. If they stay healthy, the Chargers are going to be a team this year, a, a true super – because you look at the quality of roster they have, not only on offense but on defense. So if Keenan Allen, Mike Williams stay healthy, um, and then maybe Quentin Johnson could be at least average, Josh Palmer's average, Gerald Everett's decent whenever he's in shape. Um, and Austin Eckler is one of the best in the league, still underrated probably. And, um, the, and with that Kellen Moore offense, I think they're going to be a tough team to beat with how good the defense is in combination. So I still think it's going to be tough for the Broncos to emerge as a, a, a division winner this year, Carter. But I could see some hype in the beginning. I could see some good games. I like what Sean Payton brings to the to the team for sure. I know you do too. So it's like one of those guys where, yeah, you can buy in low right now, uh, but it's going to be, it's going to be tough. I, I think it's pretty speculative in terms of like this season um, projection. All right. We'll get to a few more of these before. Um, so my play that, well, actually, and I know, I know you probably want to give a play out. So you go right on ahead. I'll look at a few other of these quarterback names. Man, I gotta tell you, so I've had to I've had to pivot off of uh, Jameer Gibbs because he's been getting so much hype <laughs> past week or so, man. Right. Uh, I wasn't even able to get a Jameer Gibbs. I was not able to get a Jameer Gibbs uh, 2023 rookie premier hollow. I tried to pay up to fifty dollars for it, card Carter. Uh, I ended up getting a Bijan Robinson instead for the same price, dude. I got the wow. Bijan for fifty. Yes, because the auctions, the, the the dealer had the auction Saturday night ending literally one minute after each other. So I tried to get the Richardson, missed. And then I tried to get the uh, Jameer Gibbs, missed. I tried to get the, um, uh, I can't remember if it was, the, no, I got the Jordan Addison. I was trying, there was another guy in there that I tried to get. I think it, um, I, don't, I can't remember who it was now. It was one of the wide receivers. And then I got I saw the Bijan and I didn't get the competition on the Bijan. I let it go down to the final seconds and I got it for $50. So I think his hype maybe it's cooled off a little bit. I was I was shocked, man. Maybe yeah, it's cooled I, I off a little bit. Uh and so I keep going back to this and, and I know like I, I even admitted like my take earlier in the offseason, the beginning of the offseason, you heard me trashing Desmond Ritter. And I still think from a singular standpoint, he is not the guy like he's not a franchise quarterback but i think he can be good enough with the supporting cast that he has because you have drake london who's incredible you have kyle pitts who's incredible you have Bijan robinson who's supposed to be incredible so and tyler algier you admit you tyler algier was good last year so um i think we could easily see them at the beginning of the season have have uh, because their schedule over the first four weeks is very favorable the very easy schedule the entire season so my my play off a of ritter then is on to um Bijan robinson but also uh drake london a lot of the sharp money is coming in on the falcons uh i i've just seen that like establish a run is very bullish on the falcons sharp clark very bullish on the falcons very Interesting. Mr. T super chat. Uh, his, his follow-up to his very generous super chat is can't believe Carter hasn't mentioned Jimmy Graham re-signing with the saints. I love it, but I don't think there's many football card news items that come from that. All I know is they better give him back. his number 80. 
right? So uh, there you go. Um, let's let's get to a few more of these uh, QB names here. Blake Nower says, I'm still buying Burrow. Bought two tag 10 rookie cards for half the price of PSA, and I've been buying second and third year numbered cards. Blake, don't forget to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at Power Hour LSU. I want to talk some Derek Stingley with you. Um, but yeah, so for those who don't know, Tag is a different grading company. It's new. They do like the forensic grading stuff that a lot of you have seen. Might not be a bad idea to to, to, to buy because who, who knows? Those slabs might go up after this weekend for whatever reason. And you're able to get two or three for the price of one PSA 10. Why not? If you don't like the tax lab, crack it and burrow raw cards, especially if they're numbered, uh, still go for a premium. But yeah, Blake, please hit me up because uh, I'm looking to move some Stingling uh, stuff and and I'm also looking to buy uh, some, some rare burrows as well. Um, Jordan Love, Andy, Swamp Donkey coming in. Hot. <laughs> I love it, man. I love the speculative plays. Uh, and that's what I'm saying drinking from a fire hose right now, but make sure you get those cards listed. Make sure you guys don't over-prioritize buying too much and, and not list at all and then miss out on all the hype that is that is building up right now. And get those cards to market before all these dealers get back from the national and they're listing like crazy. So if you're not going to the national, that's what I would be doing this weekend while you're uh, while you're catching the uh, the streams and the, the, the footage from it. The grind never stops that's why we're here so uh, final comment here because we both do have to skedaddle here a little bit earlier than normal um put the on my shoes oh my shoes comment up andy best way to spend your work day is listening to you dudes really appreciate it once again those super chats go a long way but also just sharing this with other football card people share our show in group share the football card quest andy puts a lot of work into this uh he's one of my best buds i'm really excited to get to meet you here in a few days andy but we put a lot of work uh in in making the best show possible for you every tuesday at 1 30. so um there you go all right andy uh I'm, I'm gonna let you uh have the last word here as we get ready for a big week the biggest week in the history of the football card quest that's right, man. So excited for the National. Can't wait to meet you and everybody else out there on the quest for Carter and all the football card, card cards out there, including all the game-worn patches. We out. we see you next time. Peace.